Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Hello, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. Welcome back. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. Great pleasure to be with you, as always. A uh, little housekeeping. So you can live stream us on the Internet here. Live stream us on the Internet, LarryKudlowShow.com, LarryKudlowShow.com. All across the country, around the world, throughout the solar system and the Milky Way. All of them. We're really making great progress on those Milky Way ratings. And one of these days, we're going to figure out what the Milky Way is. Meanwhile, during the week, please join us on Fox Business Network, FBN, 4 to 5 p.m. daily. Name the show's Cudlow, 4 to 5 p.m. And if you can't make it at 4 for some crazy reason, you can just text message your favorite nine-year-old. We'll teach you how to DVR the show. You'll never miss a thing. You won't miss Joe Biden mishandling and misplacing his uh, classified documents. You won't miss Janet Yellen, who now is uh, telling us that the uh, the debt ceiling, the debt limitation is upon us. If we don't do something immediately, America is going to default. No, we won't. But they're interesting points, and we're going to talk about them, and it's where politics and the economy intersect. And I think it's good, by the way. A lot of good things happening here. Stock markets rallying. Inflation is down, still too much inflation, Bidenflation. Bidenflation is still too high, but it is down. The Federal Reserve has done its job. Heck, even Jay Powell in Stockholm, Switzerland, said we're not going to be intimidated, no political intimidation by the likes of Elizabeth Warren, another far-left uh, socialist. We're not in the business of climate change. We are in the business of price stability. I think it's this finest moment. Just want to say that. We'll talk about it later. we got John Carney and uh, Tomas Phillipson, uh, former prosecutor and Fox uh, contributor, National Review's uh, Andy McCarthy beyond at the half hour, talk about this crazy um, this crazy Biden stuff. By the way, it's interesting. Um, Andy McCarthy's uh, column in the New York Post yesterday Basically, Biden's admitted guilt, and he's admitted it. I mean, they have said it was, quote-unquote, inadvertently misplaced. I'm not sure what that means, inadvertently misplaced. But they have acknowledged that. There's no challenge to it. The locations were not authorized, and he uh, failed to keep track of it. But I want to tell you one thing about this. Look at I, you know, I worked in the White House. Uh, I was an assistant to the president for three years, uh, director of the National Economic Council under President Trump. Uh, also served on the uh, National Security Council, uh, the Committee uh, on Foreign Investments. If he has all the high level committees, I had the top level clearance and so forth and so on. Um, you just don't walk out. 
if you're not the president, the president's different. I'll get to that in a minute. But if you're the vice president on down and you're out of office, you retire, you're, you know, you lose the election, whatever the reason, you may have a top level security clearance. We all still have the top level security clearance, but you can't just walk out with bundles of classified information under your arms or in a big sack. You can't do that. You can walk out with stuff and it has to immediately go to the National Archives. Okay, that's a piece that is not being discussed sufficiently. It doesn't go to your house in Wilmington, Delaware. It doesn't go to your beach house in Rehoboth. It doesn't go to office buildings for your phony Penn Biden think tank. It goes to the National Archives. And if it doesn't go to the National Archives, you got a problem. You are violating the law right there, right there. Now, on the Fox Business Show, I had former Vice President Mike Pence was on when this uh, third batch and special counsel story broke. So that was Thursday, right? Yeah, Thursday. Time flies when you're having fun. And, you know, I asked Mike Pence about it. He's a very dear friend. And um, I said, did you do that? No. He didn't walk out with, with documents. And Pence wrote a book. Pence wrote a very good book, by the way. Pence's book's better than Biden's book by a long shot. But putting all that aside, Pence's basic message was, you're not allowed to do it. If you do do it, it's got to go to the National Archives. But the trick is, don't do it. And you can't just take it home. Now, while you're in office, the president and the vice president and a few other people, like the National Security Advisor, Secretary of State, uh, you could take stuff home if you had a skiff, which is one of these, um, you know, airtight, uh, secret protection encrypted places called a skiff. And that's what Pence would do. I mean, Pence had a safe, he had a military aid, and I'm sure Biden had all the same stuff. That's okay. Sensitive compartmented information facility, SCIF, skiff. Okay. But that's why you're in office. When you leave office, you lose your skiff. It's not maintained. You also lose your, you know, your encrypted computer accounts. I had all these government uh, computer accounts, uh, which would let me read classified material and um, or even stamp if there was an economic document I wanted it to be classified. I never did because the government has too many secrets anyway. But all the things Biden did were wrong. He was just wrong. You can't do that. It goes into the archives. Now, uh, if uh, Biden wants to write a book, as he did after his uh, eight years with Obama, that's fine. But he has to go to the National Archives where they have a skiff. And then he can read classified documents to his heart's delight because I presume he still had his security clearance in those days. I presume that. Can't do it at some office building in Washington. 
because you don't have any skiff, no protection, no protected area. You can't do it at your home in Wilmington and or Rehoboth. They haven't found anything in Rehoboth yet. But you can't do what he did. So when he says, when he says, um, inadvertently misplaced, I don't understand what that means. It was inadvertently misplaced from the day he left the office and took some of these documents home with him. And he would have known that. So we got to figure this out. There's so many other questions involved. Who are these personal lawyers that discovered this? Or who are these White House lawyers? I mean, what were they doing in his garage at the at the place in Wilmington, Delaware, with the Corvette? What are they doing there? Were they, like, cleaning up? Uh, you know, were they these, like, young White House lawyers? The first batch were not White House lawyers. The second batch were from the White House counsel, I think. But were they replacing the cleaning lady? Were they, like, mopping the garage floors, polishing the Corvette? What were they doing there? Or were they looking for stuff? And what kind of stuff? Well, I'm sure they were looking for classified documents. And they found some in the garage. You could see that great picture of the Corvette behind the Corvette, all those documents piled up in a corner, I mean, completely out in the open. They found one in another room in the house. That was the third batch, et cetera, et cetera. You know, a week from today, there may be 200 of them. Who knows? I just don't know who these people were. What kind of security clearance did they have? James Comer is asking that question, head of the, uh, you know, the New Republican House Investigations Committee. Should ask that question. Who were these people? And why were they? Why was it? Where's the FBI? Where's the FBI? Remember how the FBI, all of a sudden, at 5 o'clock one morning or something, smashed into Donald Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago, Florida? Huh? Looking for documents that were under lock and key that they had already agreed to? Well, how come they weren't smashing into the house in Wilmington? Why were White House counsel office lawyers looking and rummaging around the garage and the other parts of the house? Why weren't the FBI doing that? Huh? Where were they? Well, this is unequal treatment. This is a double standard. Not good. Not good, Joe Biden. You're in trouble here. You got yourself wiggled into a bunch of lies and false processes. Now, look, Merrick Garland, you know, I don't think he had any choice to have, but to have a special counsel. That's fine. Trump has one. Biden has one. Hillary. Hillary got three. How did she get a pass on this? Remember her? What, 3,000 emails? Remember that? She tried to clean them out, leech them. I mean, I don't. You know, look, I I guess I'm a partisan. I'm a Trump guy. I don't, I mean, I certainly agree with Mr. Trump on policy. I don't agree with him on some other things. I don't deny the election. You could say that Cuddle's a Trump guy. I'm just right now looking at facts. These are facts. And there's a lot of unanswered questions that have to be answered. Now, I'm going to make a judgment here, kids. 
I'm going to make a political judgment. You can agree with me or disagree with me. But this whole episode of misplaced documents, wrongly placed documents, special counsel, etc., is a political wrecking ball for Joe Biden. And it is a political wrecking ball for the Democratic Party. Because, among other things, Mr. Biden has spent a lot of time in the last six months with what I would call self-righteous indignation, blasting, criticizing Donald Trump, demeaning, attacking, you name it. In fact, when Biden went before 60 Minutes on CBS, I don't remember who interviewed him, Scott Pelley, I don't remember. Scott Pelley's a fine reporter. I'm not casting aspersions on him, just say I remember who interviewed him. But my point is, when he did that, he was when Biden had that 60 Minutes interview before the election, guess what? He already knew that documents had been found at this University of Pennsylvania think tank baloney center. By the way, a think tank that's apparently funded by Chinese. Wouldn't have anything to do with the Chinese Communist Party, would it? Wouldn't have anything to do with Hunter Biden's Chinese investment company, would it? But putting all that aside, Biden already knew, but he chose to pile on Trump like he always does. Essentially lying through his teeth. Can't do that anymore. That's over. Because he's in the same boat as Trump. We could talk about that boat. We could talk about what the punishment for that boat should be. But he knew. Now he can't do that, and neither can the Democratic Party, and it's going to really hurt them. The Democratic Senate will be hurt by this. Republicans will hold investigations, and by the way, it may be a stretch, but Maybe I'll take a break here. On the other side, I mean, I want to talk about how this improves the outlook for Kevin McCarthy's House Republicans, how it's likely they will get a tough budget through, debt ceiling or not. We're going to cut spending, no more tax hikes, no more crazy regulatory increases, hopefully. So the one leads to the other. Political weakness from this whole episode of the special counsel and the documents, the classified documents, spills over into a lot of areas, one of which is going to be the budget, which in a few months, not right now, but in a few months, is going to be a very big deal. Janet Yellen is already talking about the debt ceiling, the debt limit. Last point. I just want one quick point. There is a big difference, however, between Biden's classified documents controversy and Donald Trump's. Here's the difference. Presidents, while in office, can take documents home and declassify them. They can. That's a law. That's constitutional. Vice presidents cannot. So my point is, the minute Joe Biden walked out of the White House, In 2017, it would have been early 2017. Let's call it Inauguration Day. The minute he walks out with classified documents under his arms, he is already violating the law. 
and he knew it. He knew it. When Trump brings boxes of classified documents as a retiring president, he is within the law because the law allows him to declassify. And only the president can do that. And by the way, he was discussing stuff at the archives. I'll go through that later in the show. But it is going to have an economic impact, a fiscal impact, as well as a political and legal impact. I'm Kudlow. We'll take a quick break. By the way, Andy McCarthy, the great Andy McCarthy, will be here at the half hour, and we'll talk through a lot of this stuff. Stick around, folks. Lots more to do. Happy Saturday. Now, back to the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. So, still talking about this, um, I got a former prosecutor, National Review, uh, Fox News contributor, Andy McCarthy, coming on at the half hour. Uh, talk much more about this, but look at, I'm just, I'm, I'm connecting some dots here this morning. My point is, and I, I may be right, I may not be right, but my point is the, um, the scandal around these classified documents, a scandal which I think is going to deepen and worsen because they're going to discover more stuff, but whatever, uh, that, and the special counsel is going to do great political damage to Biden, who can no longer blast Trump for the whole Mar-a-Lago documents business, which, by the way, uh, I believe Trump committed. I mean, maybe it was frazzled and disorganized, but they had it on Trump stuff, 300 documents under lock and key supervised by the authorities working with the National Archives. Completely different story, not in a Corvette, not not hanging around a garage was under lock and key in box. They knew this. And um, the FBI didn't have to ruffle through Mrs. Trump's wardrobe. Are they going through Mrs. Biden's wardrobe? I haven't heard that yet. Oh, by the way, the FBI, well, where are they? But putting even all that aside for a second, the political damage to Biden is going to be substantial. And my point is, since we're interested in economic policy, growing the economy, it will help the new Republican House Biden's political weakness, and it's going to be substantial, and it's going to rub off on the Democrats in the Senate. They will not, they will lose all this high horse, self righteous indignation nonsense that they've been practicing all during the election year. And uh, the chances of a good budget, which I'm really interested in, right? We want to cut inflation by lowering federal spending, we want to limit the federal government's role in the economy and in our lives. We believe in free market capitalism, not big government socialism. The chances of limiting all this big government socialism, Green New Deal, raise taxes, so forth and so on, improve. Kevin McCarthy and his group can get a good budget, meaning a lower budget, with an open process called regular budget order and end the idea of 4,000-page omnibus bill, $2 trillion, dead of the night, no one knows what's in it, documents. The one leads to the other. The Wilmington garage and Corvette leads to a better budget. How's that? Lower inflation, more economic growth. 
stock market may already be reflecting this. We may have a stock market rally. Anyway, stick around. I'm Kudlow. Andy McCarthy, after the break, we'll cover all this and much more. It's really kind of great fun here. Please stay with us. From Wall Street to the White House, this is The Larry Kudlow Show. 